everybody, thank you for joining us for another episode of Marketing Miss Podcast. I'm T. I'm Aaron. And today we have a great question brought to us by a listener, Reed. Reed wanted to know more about content marketing. Does content marketing mean that you're always going to be just producing blogs and blogs and blogs or that? Or does it mean something else? Right. It's a great question. It is a great question. So we're going to jump right into it. Um, I think that content marketing is more than just writing blogs. It can be um, blogs in any post on social media. Like we pull out a post today that said Happy Halloween. That's technically content marketing. Right. So what do you think about the whole thing? Yeah, I think it's important to define what content is on our web on just in general. And I think a lot of people think content and they immediately go to blog posts yeah. or written words. But guys, this podcast is content. The images you put on your website is content. Uh, your logo is technically content, <laughs> right? I mean, your content is essentially anything people can consume about you or your brand or your products or services. And so I think there's a, the, the myth that Reed's talking about is like, well, what do we do? Just post blog posts and all we do is just post blog posts until we die over and over and over. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think we'll talk about that. I think, I think the content is extremely important. But but first, it's 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 not only blogs. I think we need to get that out there, right? I think we'll bust the myth of that. The only way to draw people to your website or only people to interact on your website is to, you have to write a bunch of blog posts. I personally think that's false. I think if your if your consumer or if your uh, your uh, target market, your demographic, if they consume blogs, then yeah, you probably should be writing blogs. But now we know, you know, people are moving towards social. People are moving towards consuming video content, audio content, like the Marketing Myths podcast. And so you got to be aware of that. And I think, T, let's talk about how you can like repurpose that blog. So I think a lot of people get worried because they're like, well, I got to spend a lot of time writing a blog. And then it just goes away. Yeah, and like most things when it comes to social media, consistency is going to be key. Mm. So you're going to always want to put out consistent content. It doesn't have to just be blogs. Right. Um, one thing I'll, I'm going to deviate a little bit here that I like to talk about is it, say if you have one really good um, piece of video. One, you shot one video, you took the time, did that, and it did really well. Mm -hmm. But within that video, there were certain nuggets that you said, wow, this was a great piece on social media marketing or content marketing, for example. Mm -hmm. You can then take that video, chop it down to just that segment, and then push it out there and say, hey, here's a little segment from the Marketing Mess podcast. Mm -hmm. Check out the link below for the full podcast and listen to what Aaron thinks about this myth. Yeah. So you talked a little bit about repurposing, and for our sake, we can repurpose audio, video. It doesn't just doesn't have to be only blogs. Yeah, I mean, if you look at our first episode, right? Evan was in here and he took a little video about the of us recording. He took some photos of us recording. That was four seconds of Evan's time, uh -huh. but that created what five social media posts. Mm -hmm. I mean that that's that's the definition of reusing that content. If you if you pay money for like a five or ten minute uh, video, man, let's cut that up into thirty second bits. Find two to three thirty second gold nuggets out of there, like you said, 
use it for social media posts. You could use it as ad copy or ad creative. I mean, there's just so many different things. And I think the, the biggest thing people struggle with is they don't, they don't reuse and repurpose their content. And so they just feel like, oh my gosh, I have to put out a blog post every single day for the rest of my life for me to get any traffic. Yeah, like you said, consistency is key, but let's take that blog post and create 20 social media posts about it. Mm-hmm. Take that blog post and create audio snippets or live videos teasing the blog post and telling people to go there. Like, There's so many different ways that you're going to spend that time researching that topic and, and writing the post or doing the podcast or whatever it may be. Well, let's think of creative ways to repurpose that content because your demographic will consume content in different ways. Yeah. And so do you think that there's something to be said for consistent, fresh new blog posts or can people just not go that way and say, Hey, um, let's do a strategy. We'll do one new blog a month, but then their other three weeks will repurpose the same blog. Yeah. So looking at search engine optimization, looking at trying to draw organic traffic to your website, Google has made it pretty obvious that you need to make sure you are updating your website, keeping content fresh. Things to do that is to go and update page content, add page content. But an easy way to do that is to add blog posts. Mm -hmm. Um, HubSpot has a ton, a ton, a ton of research around how many blog posts uh, spoiler alert, it's a ridiculous amount. Is but it? I mean, they're, they're, they're a content publishing platform. <laughs> and so take that for what it's worth. But they're talking a blog post every day. And that's a lot. That's a lot. I think what you do is as a, as a, as a marketer, uh, as a business owner, whatever, figure out what you can do, man. If it's one post a month, if it's one post a quarter, do it. And so does that post have to be text or could it be any other form of medium? So it's a great question. And right now, Google is very obviously very, very good at reading text, mm-hmm. crawling your website and reading text. They're getting better at reading imagery. They're getting better at reading audio files. Uh, they're working on video. So, I mean, the answer is the best way to do it is text. On your website, mm-hmm. um, but if no one reads it, it doesn't matter, right? That's and so that's weird. why I think to your point of kind of mixing up the content. Yeah, post the 700, 800 word blog post, but then cut it up into and shoot a video about it, or just read it as a you know on a video and put that on a blog post or or whatever that looks like. Mix that up, share that stuff on social media because what's really important too is getting people to your website. You know, so if you can if you can tease a, a really long form blog post on social by saying, "Hey, this is what you're going to get out of this post. Click through, come to our website." That's better. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just I'm hesitant to say that this myth is false because I've seen the power that blogs and just that text consistently posting that out there can bring tra- the traffic it can bring to your business and your website. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we posted a, we post a lot of blogs here, and yeah. I think you did some research and you found that like the top performing blogs, it doesn't have to be fresh and brand new all the time, even mm-hmm. though that that stuff is necessary. Yeah. But if you repurpose some of the old stuff, we saw that that had a great impact on the traffic on the website. Right. So it definitely determines or it matters what industry you're in, right? And so there are industries that 
things change by the minute. Think of retail e-commerce, right? Mm -hmm. Inventory changes. If your clothing, let's say styles change, seasons change, everything changes. In marketing, things change quite a bit also. But there's some tried and true fundamental uh, topics that we can write on and that we have written on. And yeah, I did do a bunch of research and it was actually really crazy interesting. And I think this kind of segues into, um, you know, if we write a blog post, how long does it take to show up? Are people going to read it? You know, what happens there? And so I wanted to see, I took from January 1st, 2018, and we, I looked at the key media website to the end of the day yesterday. So the 30th of October, so roughly 10 months of data. I pulled the top pages on our website based on page views. And then I pulled out all those that were posts. And so of the top, let me pull up my notes here. So of the top of, of all the pages, we had a hundred or out of the top 200 pages, 125 of them were posts, blog posts. Wow. And so yeah, that's a lot because then you think of how many other pages we have on our website. Obviously, the homepage is top. Usually what we see is that's top. We've got our about page. We've got our specialty pages. We've got employment pages. We've got a ton of pages, right? Um, and so if you look at if you look at post-only page views, so only post pages, uh, almost 85% of those page views came from posts that were not published in 2018. Wow. So we're looking at 2018 data. So these these posts got a page view in 2018. And not only that, they were a top 200 page. So they got quite a bit. But they weren't even posted. They were posted in 2017 and beyond. And I think that kind of just speaks to our marketing strategy. Because at Key Media, we like to make sure that the top performing pages that are blog posts and things like that, make sure that we, um, what's the word? Um, nourish those pages. Make sure that, because obviously, organically, people are finding those pages. We want to make sure that if people are finding those pages, that tells us a little bit about the industry we're serving, right? Yeah. So the people are still interested in that. So let's also, instead of putting out a new blog post, let's push that one back out there because there are people looking for it. Yeah. So if you look at, just two more numbers on this. If you look at the total page views uh, for 2018 from the time frame that I list or said there, 55% of them came from blog posts. 55% of the page views. More than half. More than half came from from blog posts. And then of the total page views, so that's including every page on our website, 47% came from posts that were written not in 2018. That is crazy. So almost half of our page views came from blog posts that were written bef- potentially a year ago or more, right? Or outside of 2018. We had 0.2%, I'll just say two posts, from 2012. 2012. <laughs> 2012 get page views. And not only get like a page view, they were in the top 200 pages of our entire website. So... I just, again, I think it just speaks to not only our strategy, but the power of good content, right? So content marketing is is another beast that always needs to be nurtured. Mm -hmm. Um, But it doesn't have to just be, like, 
the fact that those posts from 2012, um, I can almost guarantee that those were actual like blog posts with text. But I want to oh, yeah. see how in the next three to five years that landscape changes if our podcasts are up there getting the most page views, mm-hmm. if it's an infographic or a video that we produced and kind of put the text beneath it like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, and I think an important piece too is if you're, if you're trying to justify content marketing into a marketing budget and you want to talk about ROI, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, it's hard to judge ROI on a blog post in a way because you're going to get people to your website for years and years to come. Yeah. And so it's not just the, hey, I'm going to post it and share it to social media one time and then it'll never be seen again. Because this is proof right here that if you put some time and some effort into making a relevant good post that'll stand the test of time, that will draw people organically to your website for years and years to come. Which is, I mean... I know I knew that, and I've always known that as a, an idea. But actually, putting numbers to it and seeing almost fifty percent of our traffic makes it real. Oh my gosh, tangible, I, I couldn't right? believe it. And so, just let's just think. We, you know, if we spent, we wrote it internally, right? So if we spent, we'll just say two hours. We'll say writing it, which is probably low. Uh, but how do you? I mean, and it's a top. It's a top two hundred page view post six years later. <laughs> that's crazy that's well worth that two hours of time don't you think you uh-huh know? so about two hours how much how much time a week if you can say two hours is the minimum or how much time a month should people put toward content marketing yeah if you if, if one post from 2012 on the low end gave people it took two hours of our time mm-hmm. but it still brought all this traffic would you say eight hours a month yeah, I think I think it's hard to judge that just because I think it really depends on your marketing team internally and who's writing the content and things. Mm-hmm. I mean, we work with clients where we help with keywords and help with optimizing posts, but they do they write themselves, right? Yeah. They write all the content. They do all the content themselves. But then also too, we work with teams who we write the blog posts for, or we work with them and, and hire an outside writer and they write the blog posts for them. So I mean, I think it really, I think it's it's hard to put a number on it, and I think it's really hard to justify it too because a lot of times it's just time. Because if a if a owner of a one man business, it's time for him to write a blog post. It's not necessarily money. He might not think that it's worth it. Right. In the long run for him. Yeah. But I would say, I mean, figure out your dollar budget and then figure out how to work in as much time as possible into your content marketing. And again, that's not, like we talked, it's not just writing blog posts. It's updating content on your website. It's creating videos. It's social media posts, organic posts, things like that. I mean, I'm considering that all in your content time. Uh So it's like... Figure out how much time you have, how much time you can allocate to your other marketing areas, your budgets, things like that, and then squeeze in as much content marketing as you can. That's a terrible non-answer, but <laughs> I don't know other way to answer it depending on you know All right, people so that may be listening. So. so I'll press you for an answer here. You got to give me one. Do it. If you had to say this marketing myth was busted or not busted. What would you say? That content just equals more content. 
So, I don't know. I think, I mean, because I think we have to keep creating content constantly. Yeah. And so I think it's a little bit on the attention of just creating content over and over and over. Does that mean, I mean, okay, I'm just going to say it. It's confirmed. Confirmed. So, so the fact that content marketing equals always producing content, that's confirmed. So we're saying Correct. the myth is not busted. Myth is not busted. Okay, okay. Because I think no matter what, you need to create content constantly. I just think you need to diversify. You need to create different kinds of content. You need to create different topics. You need to figure out how to create evergreen content that will be you know, searched out and found on your website six years later. So I think you need to be making content constantly. Yeah, and I think that before you start creating content, just come up with a plan and have a different type of content per medium. So create a video, that's content. Create um, a blog post, that's content. Create a podcast or audio file and create just a post. Take a picture of the office culture. Say, happy Halloween. After that, we always like to reevaluate and test which one of these mediums um, does my audience interact with more. Mm-hmm. So, And from there, double down on that. Say, okay, yeah. we're going to do a little bit more video, a little less pictures, because audience didn't really jive with the pictures, but the video showed our human side, showed our natural yeah. side. So, Yeah, that's a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother episode. But, but I think, too, the the, the idea from the, that topic would be find the place that your people are and own it. Yeah. And the only way you can own something is if you put more effort and better effort into it than anyone else. Everybody else is. And you can't do that by putting a Facebook post out once a month. Yeah, it's going to take some time. And for that purpose right there, I'm going to say that this myth is also not busted. Not busted. So what do you guys think? Well, how are you guys creating content? Do you need to create content? What's the magic amount of content? What's worked for you guys? Is it one blog post? Is it two videos a month? Is it what? It, what is it? Uh, let us know. Go to facebook.com slash marketing miss. That's where you can find us. You can also find us at marketing miss on Twitter. We are also on virtually every Facebook or not Facebook, every <laughs> uh, podcast listening platform out there. Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, and more. So go out there, download, share our episodes. We would be Super crazy grateful if you'd uh, introduce somebody else out there to our podcast. If you'd want to rate us, leave us a message, uh, we would be much appreciative of that. So awesome, guys. This was a good one, T. Thank you. Hey, no problem, man. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. All right, let's go produce more content. Mm. <laughs>